Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. Today, I want to talk to you guys about holding on through the storms in your life and being able to see past what's happening around you and look ahead to the silver lining. We are going through some really, really heavy energetic shifts right now. And you may have a lot of things happening in your life and they may be, it probably feels like one thing after another, after another, after another. And you're wondering, when is this going to end? And it might be difficult right now for you to hold on to positive thinking. It's really, really easy to go to a place of darkness when you're going through this because we're all going through it. What's happening is we are shedding the last of our 3D old earth and we're moving into a new earth where we're all going to be vibrating at a much higher frequency. And so that is a really difficult thing to go through a complete shift in energy. And you know this because you know what energy is like. If you're an empath, which most of you who are listening to my podcast are, when you go out and you feel energy, it can be really heavy and draining on you. So the fact that you're totally shedding this old to make way for the new, it's going to be a tough thing. And so we're going through so many tests right now to see, okay, have you learned your lessons? Because we're not taking this old crap with us into the new. We're not taking the negative thoughts. We're not taking the low self-esteem. We have to vibrate higher. We have to have new thought patterns. We have to know who we are. We have to love ourselves. And that is all challenging, right? Those of you doing the work, you know it's challenging to shift into all of that, but that is what we are doing. And right now we are being tested heavily to see, have we learned our lessons? Are we going to leave all that stuff that isn't serving us back in the old earth? Or are we going to bring it with us into the new? Because the goal is we don't want to bring any of that stuff with us. We want to leave it. We want to let it go. So you might be experiencing a lot of tests right now, and it might be really frustrating to you. And maybe you're waking up every day going, I don't know if I can do this even one more day. And I'm here to reassure you that yes, you can. And my whole episode today is all about how you can transmute your negative thoughts and things you can do to really just help you with this energy because it is tough. It is tough right now. It's tough on me. I get together with a a healers group on Monday where we just kind of bounce ideas off of each other and we do little mini healing sessions and it's been tough for all of those people as well. So you are not alone in this. Let me just tell you about my week and then you'll get an idea. I'm being tested too, just as much as anyone else. 2020 for me has been a year of so many tests. I feel like it's almost like the final exam for whatever is coming up. It has just sent me spinning sometimes and I've had to figure out how to get control back and how to ground myself again and balance myself and it hasn't always been easy. You know, it started in 2020 with the pandemic. Well, it started with you know, my uh, ex-husband's suicide. And then we had the pandemic. 
And then just little, and then my mom's sick, and then little things since then. And on Friday, I was tested again because I was leaving school. And as I was walking out the door, I'm at the door of the the building to the school, and my car is in the middle of the parking lot, so it's a little bit of a distance. And I see that a teacher pulling out is about to hit my car. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, please don't hit, she's about to hit my car. And then I hear the noise, the boom, right? It was loud because I heard it from where I was, and quite frankly, my hearing is not what it used to be. But then I saw her pull away and just drive away. So I thought, oh, well, maybe she didn't really hit it. So then I walk over and I can see the scrapes down my side of my car and in my hubcaps. and Well, not even the hubcaps, they're rims. The rim of my tire and all down my side of my car and even in the wall of my tire is all scraped up. And I thought, are you kidding me? Seriously? And this is on a Friday this happened too. I thought, oh my gosh, like I didn't even know what to do. I'm like, she just drove away. So I just headed back to the office because I wasn't really sure, you know, it was on private property. What do you do? So I go to the office and they're like, oh no, we have to, they couldn't believe it. But then they said, okay, well, we have to let a police officer know the resource officer at school. And luckily he was still there and he came out and he took pictures and he said, well, you know, let's just give her the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe, maybe she didn't really know she hit it or she didn't really know what to do and she was going to deal with it on Monday. And, you know, my thought was, how could she not know she hit it? I heard the boom from way back there and the scrape, she had to have felt that. But I thought, okay, all right, I'm I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to worry about it. And normally the old me would have been like fuming. I would have been crying. I would have been so mad. You know, that's how I would have been. But I didn't do any of that. I laughed and I said, okay, well, she's going to have to deal with it. She's going to have to pay for it. We'll just see where this goes. Okay, angels, take care of this. All right, nobody was hurt and my car is drivable. Okay, we'll just deal with this later. But little things like that come up. And then another thing. I had an appointment to get my dogs groomed and they told me it was going to be one price and I get up there and it was more work, which it was not legit at all. They weren't trying to scam me. It just was more work because Nala loves to go out and roll in mud and she gets matted and her fur is so hard to keep up and she won't let us brush her. So it was more work. So it costs a lot more than I was thinking. And then my kids are both like, I need money. I need money for this. I need money for that. And I'm like, okay, normally, you know, you know that feeling in your stomach and your chest tightens because of money. Like, I'm not going to go there. Money is just energy. Money can come in in any way. And then I got a letter that came in that said your house payment went down by $100 because of, I guess, you don't need mortgage insurance or something. I don't know. Anyway, my house payment went down $100. It's like, oh, so it's like, The universe is rewarding me for not reverting back to my old ways. And it's very tempting to do that. Trust me. And I get to the point that I kind of slip sometimes and then I have to, I have to mind my mind. I have to rein it in and go back and say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So you may be feeling like you're being tested a lot lately and like you're about to revert back to your old ways of getting emotional and getting upset and letting it rob your peace and then going down that negativity spiral. And 
that is perfectly understandable because you're a human. That's what the human side of you wants to do. Your brain is programmed to do that. But we can't let it. What happens is when you don't pay attention and you just go on autopilot, your brain does what it's done forever and ever and ever. And that's why it takes so long for training to become an automatic thing. For this mindfulness to become automatic, you have to keep doing it over and over and over again. And it takes a lot of practice. It's not impossible. It is possible. But it takes practice and it takes being aware, being present all the time. That is how you are going to stop yourself from going back to those old ways. So I thought that I would share with you some tips for how to keep yourself in that positivity. Now, this does not mean that you're going to have a fantastic day every day and that nothing bad is ever going to happen to you. I would never, ever lie to you and say, oh, well, you're always going to have a wonderful day every day and it's going to be rainbows and sunshine. It's not. We're here to learn. And the only way we can learn is when things challenge us and when we get pushed out of our comfort zone. When we get pushed out of our comfort zone, that is when we truly get tested and see where our limits are and what we're made of and who we truly are. So I wanted to talk to you about how to at least Because you're never going to make all of your problems go away. Okay, there's no magic fairy tale pill you can take that's just going to make everything go away. That's not what it's about. It's about not allowing what's happening on the outside of you to affect what's happening on the inside. And that isn't to say that you're never going to have a reaction. Of course you are. You're human. You are going to have a reaction. But I'm going to share with you today how you can deal with the reaction in a healthy way so that it doesn't rob you of your peace. It doesn't send you down that spiral staircase of my life is horrible and I'm the victim. And it allows you to quickly come back to a place of peace because that's what you want. You're robbing yourself of your peace and draining your own energy when you have a reaction to everything. If you can get to a place where something happens and you no longer lose it, But instead, you just say, oh, okay, well, that was interesting. Let's see what else my day has in store for me. You know, and we can do that. Then we know that we're, we're doing the work. Because otherwise, if you weren't doing the work, anytime some little thing came and just knocked you off your course for the day, you would be upset and you would let it get to you. And it would be a bigger deal than it actually was. But you being able to bring yourself back and rein it in and say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Because again, the message that keeps coming to me from the universe lately is our worth is not tied to anything we've done. It's not tied to anything we have, our possessions. It's not tied to other people. We're worthy because we're worthy. And someone said to me one time, they said, you know, usually if I do something embarrassing, I would like hold on to it and beat myself up over it for so long. And I think that a big part of why we react the way we do sometimes when something happens is we attach our own, like, how could I be responsible for that? How am I responsible for what just happened to me? And the answer is that sometimes we have no responsibility. I mean, and what happened with me on Friday, I could say, well, it's my fault for parking in a space where there was an empty spot next to me because honestly, 
this teacher I've seen drive before and she flies out of spots. And I've thought to myself, don't park next to her. Don't park by her. But I got there to school early and there was no one around me. And so then she parked next to me. So I could have said, well, that was your fault. Why did you park where she parks? Like you should start parking on the other side. But I can't do that. I can't assign blame to myself. Sometimes the things that happen to us in our life are just random. But I think we take personal responsibility because we take on somehow that we've done something or that we've said something that has brought this upon us. And that is simply not true. And you have to let it go. Because again, I've been talking to people and they will say things like, if something happens to me, I beat myself up over it. And then I can't believe I did it. And I get embarrassed. And then I spend the whole evening lying awake thinking about what I did or what I said. And here's the thing. You're a human being. You're going to say stupid things sometimes. You're going to do stupid things sometimes. You just are. Because we don't have the tools 24-7 because we're learning. But when you learn and then you go back and you think about something and you think, you know what, I would have done that differently. That's your cue that you're learning. And that's your cue that next time it happens, you're going to be prepared and you're not going to do the same thing twice. But sitting there and obsessing over the situation, obsessing over what happened, obsessing over all of the things that are happening to you in your life is not helping you. It's not helping you. So you have to let it go. And so here are some ways you can do that. The first thing that you need to do is to acknowledge your feelings. Because when I say don't focus and don't go down the negativity, I'm not saying don't feel your feelings. Of course you have to. You have to get those out. But here's what we do. Observe. Feel it for observation. Why am I feeling this? What is this showing me? Not being in the middle of it and wallowing and going, oh my gosh, my life sucks. It's terrible. All these things are happening to me. Not doing it that way. But instead saying, this happened to me today and it caused a knee-jerk reaction in me. I felt nauseous when this happened. Why did I feel that way? What was that showing me? Because it's always triggering something in you. What did it trigger? The car being hit in me at first triggered it. Now I'm going to have to go deal with this. It's going to take up my time. I don't want to have to deal with this. It's triggered a... I don't have enough time in the day. And that's a trigger for me to realize I'm overloading my plate. I need to maybe back off a little bit on some of the things that I'm committing myself to. And then taking the dogs and having the all the money was a knee-jerk reaction for me. But what it signaled in me, first of all, is I always have enough money to pay my bills. But secondly, I know I've been overspending a little bit lately because I have been seeing things and as everyone we're in a pandemic so those online shopping things are just coming at you right so I've seen that and I've bought some things and there were things that I knew like nothing I would ever deprive myself but okay you've got to rein in your spending just a little bit because you have two kids in college and you're going to be okay but don't spend money on stupid things you don't need because it also takes up way too much space in my house So that was a trigger for me on a couple of levels. So first of all, acknowledge the feeling. What did this make you feel? Look at it like a third-party observer. Why did you feel that way? You know, just 
write down the facts. Okay, I was walking to my car and then a teacher stopped me and said, nice driving and made fun of my parkings. What did that trigger in me? What did that trigger? A trigger that maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I don't know enough. And it might have sort of triggered in you feeling like an imposter. And I'm going to do an entire episode on imposter syndrome on Friday because I had a a listener request that. So we'll talk more about that on Friday. But that maybe that triggered in you like, I don't know enough. Sometimes on my job when people would come and yell at me for things because I didn't ask and I wouldn't want to ask a question at first. Now I know. I'm like, I just ask. But I wouldn't want to. I'd be afraid to. But then I would make a big mistake because I didn't want people to think that I didn't know enough to be where I was. And that's sort of part of that imposter syndrome, too, that we'll talk more about on Friday. But look at the situation. Like, what actually happened? Write down the facts like you were just a a person observing what happened. And then look at, why did it trigger that feeling? That that nausea or that nod in the pit of my stomach, like why did it trigger that? And what other time did I feel that way? When was that triggered before me in the past? And like for me, it was always when teachers would stand over me and ask me a question. And then if I didn't really know exactly what to say, or if I gave an answer and they embarrassed me in front of the whole class by saying, that's not right. Did you read this? You know, those kinds of things. I would never do as a teacher, by the way. But it triggered those kinds of things deep down. So it's triggering some sort of insecurity. So first of all, figure it out. Write it down. Journal it. What is it that I'm actually feeling? You can also ask Archangel Michael to come in and to protect you and to dispel any negativity around you. So imagine him filling the room with his beautiful blue light and getting rid of any negative energy or any negative person who is infringing on your space. Ask him to surround that person too and to send them peace. That creates a ripple of positivity which counteracts the ripple of negativity. Also, Archangel Jophiel can help you change your negative thoughts into positive ones. She helps us to see the beauty in ourselves and in others. So sit down and say a little prayer to Archangel Jophiel. It's J-O-P-H-I-E-L. And just ask her to help you see all of the beautiful things in your life and in yourself. And may those things outweigh the negative things that you're seeing. Like help you to understand that you have amazing things around you. Even if it seems like, oh my gosh, so many things are happening, you still have amazing things in your life. So ask Archangel Jophiel to help you see them, to help you recognize them, and the beauty in yourselves as well as others. You can also ask Archangel Azrael to help you transmute that energy. Archangel Azrael can transmute the energy from negative, toxic something that upsets you into positive, peaceful energy. And I sometimes imagine that negative energy as a light that is before me, like a ball of light. And then I see the angels infusing this ball of light that's probably like black and gray or darker colors. And they start infusing it with their colorful, loving energy. And all of a sudden, all of that blackness just starts to change 
into beautiful colors and that ball of light begins to spin brighter it's faster and faster and get brighter and brighter and more colorful and more beautiful and I imagine that it is washing over me and replacing all of the negativity because we can do that at any point and I would even do a cleansing prayer asking the angels to cleanse your energy chakras because when we experience negative things it depletes a little bit of our energy which is what we do with reiki healing as we help you to infuse your body and those energy chakra centers in your body with energy that then heals your body it's so draining to have energy depleted from your body so here's a quick prayer and i got this from kyle gray in his book um and he his book about angels and this is a cleansing prayer that you can do to help clear your energy chakra so it's to archangel metatron dear metatron thank you for cleansing my energy centers with your crystalline ray i know that they have shifted correcting any blocks or leaks and that they are moving into a natural flow and balance and so it is you can also ask for chakra healing again it's archangel metatron but you call on him and ask him to use his magenta and crystalline rays to balance and cleanse your chakras and you can say thank you metatron for allowing the rays of light to balance and strengthen my chakras i feel so alive and aligned knowing my spiritual energy is in balance and so it is and again that is taken from Kyle Gray's book, Angel Prayers, which is a lovely book, by the way. And I think that the biggest thing to do is to be gentle with yourself because we are so hard on ourselves. You've got to let go and forgive yourself for things that happen. You know, sometimes the things that happen to us are a result of things that we have done. But for the most part, everything happens for a reason. There's no accidents. It happens. And so if you sit there and beat yourself up and say, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Here's the answer. You were supposed to do that. That was planned before you even came here. We have a blueprint for our lives. And you may ask yourself, why would I have planned that? And the simple answer is because it's going to help you learn and grow. If you lived your life in a golden palace where nothing ever happened to you and you had everything you want, you would never change. You would never grow. You would never learn. It is only when we are forced to be outside of our comfort zone, when we're forced to look at our shadows, the things about us that we don't like. Usually they say when you see things in others and you're judging them, it's a projection of what you don't like about yourself. And I think that's pretty powerful. And I also think it's true. And that's forcing us to look deep down inside and say, what about me do I not like and can I change? And guess what? It's uncomfortable to do that. But I applaud anyone who does because it's hard work, yet it is so rewarding. It really is. When you start getting rid of those layers of the shadow you, life gets a little bit easier. It's not to say that things bad won't happen to you. That's not true. It's just 
it's not as big a deal anymore. When things happen, you kind of go, oh, like me laughing that someone hit my car. It's not like I really thought it was funny, but I understand that in the grand scheme of things, this is not a big deal. This is nothing. And even all of the crap that has happened to me in 2020 so far, I still consider it not a big deal because we've survived. We've gotten through it. We will get through it. Things are going to get better. So if you're having a tough time, please know things are going to get better. This is not going to last forever. These are just the last few short months that we have to get through in order to get to the other side of this. So be gentle with yourself and tell yourself that things are working out perfectly. Everything's going to be so much better. Everything's working out okay. It's all okay. We have to reassure ourselves sometimes because it's easy to say, this is never going to get any better. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Don't go there. Call on your angels to help you transmute that energy. Deal with the feelings. Sit down and journal. Why did this trigger a response in me? Because if it triggered a response in you, it's triggering a shadow that you need to look at and you need to heal. What was it about? Sometimes it's not always easy to see what it was really about on the surface because it goes so much deeper than that. So what was it about? And help me to work on healing the shadow. Help me to see with eyes of love what this is really about. And then help me to focus on all of the amazing things that I have in my life. Practice gratitude every day. Gratitude journal is a great idea because you can see how much you're really blessed. You can really see how blessed you are. All right, guys. Well, I pulled a couple of cards for you today. And the cards I pulled are from the Archangel Oracle deck by Doreen Virtue. The first card I pulled is prioritize, and I do really believe that this has to do with this message, and unbelievably, it is Archangel Metatron, who we have been talking about so very much today. Now, Archangel Metatron comes as a beautiful purple colored light, so you can always also imagine this violet colored light surrounding you and cleansing you and filling you up with so much loving, healing energy. This says, focus on your highest priorities. I will help you get organized and motivated. Sometimes the things that happen to us are to show us that we need to be more organized and motivated. Like what happened Friday, again, if my immediate thought was now I'm gonna have to take time out to take the car to to the shop and do this, I need to maybe prioritize my time a little better and take some things off my plate to free myself up so that when something like that happens, my first thought isn't, this is going to take time, right? So maybe things are happening to you in your life to help you and show you that you need to be better at prioritizing what you need to do and to take control of your life. And then the second card you got was remember who you are. Can't make this up. It's Archangel Michael, who again, we've been talking about today. You are a powerful, loving, and creative child of God. You are very loved. And again, I think that some things also happen to us to show us that we can call on our team and that we are loved and they will show up and be there in an instant. And I truly believe that because as soon as I let go of that fear and started 
saying money is just energy and it's I'm debt free and it's all working out and everything's going to be great. Boom, there's a letter saying your your house payment's going down by $100. I mean, you can't make that up. Can't make that up. So learn to lean on your team more and don't sweat the small stuff, you know? Start writing things down and figuring out why are you still being triggered by things? Because I really think that's what it's about. It's about not taking that stuff, that shadow work we still need to do, not bringing it with us into the new earth. It's about leaving it behind so we can focus on our purpose and stepping fully into our purpose so we can live abundant and happy lives because that's what we came here to do. We didn't come here to suffer. We just came here to learn and to experience happiness and abundance. But many of us are stuck in that learning stage instead of moving forward. So we got to get past that. You've got to actually do the work. If you want to work with me, because I truly believe working with a mentor absolutely helps. I still work with a coach sometimes and it's amazing. It's been so helpful. If you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you will see all of the services I offer from coaching to Reiki to past life regressions to readings. You can purchase a session from my website and then contact me and we will schedule it. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom. That way you never have to leave the comfort of your own home. Also, don't forget to join me. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I will pull a card for you as well. Right now, I currently have a contest going on that if you start a watch party with my live, I will enter your name to draw. I will enter your name into a drawing to win a free 30-minute card reading with me. So it's easy to win. Just show up, start the live, and start a watch party, and you can be entered to win. Also, don't forget if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave me a positive review from wherever you're listening, and leave me some feedback on iTunes share it with others. That helps me in my mission to help as many people heal as possible. And I want to thank you so much for those of you who have done that. Also, don't forget that you can still purchase my book, Beautifully Broken, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Goodreads. And you can also still get a 10% discount on the protein bars and cookies at Smart for Life. The coupon code is in the show notes take advantage of that. This product is really, really amazing. I eat them every day. I really do. I love their protein bars. And I have tried so many different kinds of protein bars. They either have a weird vitamin taste or they're just super, super expensive. And these, I, I like the taste, the price is good, and they keep me full. So check them out, smartforlife.com. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.